Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you've got uh, kids, like certainly younger kids, I mean, any kid for that matter, then you, then you would know the challenges, especially after the pandemic, of getting your kid, you know, off the screens. And it is a thing. And it is a problem. And peeling your children off the screens is hard. It was hard before the pandemic, and it's challenging now. So I don't think it will come as any shock that a, a report from Western University, which looked into too much screen time, and what it does to kids has found that, well, what do you know? It does create higher levels of anxiety and depression. And it does, like, the anxiety about uh, maybe you've got an upcoming event or stress in a social situation, uh, fear of the unknown and loss of uh, certainly interest in daily activities. And obviously, um, I found this one interesting because children, not just spending time online, also happen to have parents that reported high stress levels and who also likely had anxiety and depression. So I thought that was a twist, that even a parent's behavior is an influence here. So I want to break down these uh, numbers and the findings, because I, I'm not surprised by them, but, but what is the correction? What is the, you know, cure? What is the, you know, what is it that we're willing to do to fix this? Dr. Emma Durden is Canada Research Chair in Neuroscience and Learning Disorders, who was a uh, led this study. Uh, great to have you, doctor. Great. Thank you so much, Alex, for having me on the show. How much is too much? We know that like less is more, but how much is too much? And what are you seeing in the data about how much time kids are spending on, on, on screens? Well, it's probably going to come as a big surprise to listeners on the call today that there are guidelines for screen time for children. And actually, children over the age of five, it's recommended that they only have two hours of screen time a day. So this is five to up to 18 years of age. For children between the ages of two and five, it's about an hour a day. And children under the age of two, it's recommended that they have no screen time. Yeah, so when you think uh, handing that cell phone to your baby to keep them quiet is a good idea, uh, think again. It's, uh, it's uh, the first mistake I think a lot of parents uh, make, including myself. But what's the concern? Because we know that kids uh, are on screens. They were on them before the pandemic. And then, of course, we all got locked down. And something switched. Kids were isolated, a lot of them. But they also got on screens a lot more. And they had to have education on screen. Uh, so mm-hmm. what were some of the negatives and some of the, the findings, um, you know, the long-term consequences of that? Yeah, so we did a study at the very beginning of the pandemic during the initial lockdown, and we surveyed parents on how much screen time their children were getting before the pandemic, and then how much screen time they were getting at the current time during the initial lockdown. And so, and actually, uh, many children were meeting the guidelines before the original lockdown. So they're reporting about two hours a day. And so this is in children between the ages of six and 12. And then during the pandemic, uh, we found that children's screen time almost tripled. So it was almost at six hours a day, with some parents reporting that their children were on screens as up to 13 hours a day. 
So this would be basically all waking hours. But that was just during the initial phase of the pandemic. So, of course, it was a crisis time uh, for families and uh, children had really lacked access to parks and playgrounds and basically all recreational activities. And depending on where some children were living, it could have been really difficult uh, to, to get outside or have you know, many other options other than screens. So that prompted us to conduct our current study, which was a longitudinal study, which we asked parents to report on their children's screen time over a one-year period. So this started in November of 2021. And what we found was that children's screen time was remained high. It was about four hours a day, so double the recommended amount still. Mm. But much to our surprise is that when we looked at them a year later, there was no change. So we thought that, oh, with summer coming, with the restrictions lifting, we were going to see return to the pre-pandemic levels. But no, children remained on screens. And what we also found in our study was we wanted to look at children's mental health. And we found... um, So so it, 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 it had been shown before that Screen time was associated with mental health issues in children, and so so we also uh, did report that in this in this longitudinal study uh, in these families that we were, were following that children are more likely to have anxiety and depression, and so so more hours spent on screens resulted in increased levels of anxiety and depression. And as you noted in the beginning, um, in the intro, is that, yeah, it was actually parent stress was a really important factor in this and that children who were in households with parents who had higher stress levels spend more time on screens and those children were more likely to have anxiety and depression. So that's all of them (laughs) because there was not a parent who was not stressed out during that time. I mean, there may have been a few. Uh, I don't I don't know them because there were homeschooling, which was a nightmare. Then there was trying to do your own job. And then there was just the the pressures. And so I have to think that a lot of kids certainly were impacted by that, whether you're a small business owner, all sorts of, um, you know, uh, reasons that that parents would have been stressed. And so what's the solution? What's the course correction? Because you know, we get the commercials on air and although everyone talks about what they're doing, but, uh, you know, the proof is in the pudding. And I think there's still a lot of learning loss. I think there's a lot of issues that parents are dealing with with kids. Um, I, I don't think everything's, you know, uh, back to normal. W- what needs to happen and how can this be reversed or can it? Well, we know that from the pre-pandemic period that the more time that children spend on screens when they're young predicts later screen use. So they're more likely to use screens as teens. So that's a concerning with these findings, given that children are still continuing to get double the recommended amount. Right. So in terms of, um, uh, you know, for for, you know, a, a remedy, essentially, is, you know, for, for parents to be aware, I would say that I, I give presentations and, and webinars to parents and, and even teachers and school administrators, and they're often quite surprised that there are these guidelines. For uh, many individuals grew up watching television, but now screen use, uh, you know, includes social media yeah. and video games. It's very And there's iPads and screens everywhere, really, and it's seen as um, it, it, it's just absolutely everywhere. So, so, so the first thing is really to for the awareness that screen use can be associated 
with behavioral issues and mental health issues in children, and that they can monitor how much screen time their children are actually getting. And they can also plan to have, if they think their children are maybe having too much, then they can think about ways to, to implement a screen time schedule. Yes. Of course, screens are, screens are everywhere, so you can have times of the day when the children uh, everyone, everybody is off screens and then and has screen-free zones in the house, particularly children's bedrooms. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that is actually a good idea. Doctor, I would give you 20 more minutes, but I'm out of time and they'll cut me off. We'll talk again because this is certainly not a conversation that uh, is eight minutes long. I do appreciate your time. Great. Thank you so much, Alex. Thank you. That's Dr. Emma Durden telling us, I think, what we already knew.